Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Number two, Jones and Mego with Arcan here on WEEI. Getting ready to talk some Bruins. Seeing it out with big names on the move in the NHL and the All-Star break approaching. Uh, we'll ask our questions to Andrew Raycroft, former Bruins goaltender, when he joins us about 30 minutes from now at 3.30. So stay tuned for that. You can give us a call, 617 779 7937. It is football postseason, and it's time to win or go home. And Boston Sports Original has all the news, all the takes, and all the games. WEEI's coverage of the NFL playoffs is sponsored by Wise Snacks. Go to wisegameday.com for your chance to win one of 100 authentic pro football jerseys. And we'll get back to the football talk, of course. But it is worth getting into the Bruins not making a move last night. And I think the question for a lot of you out there at 617-779-7937 is, do the Bruins need to make a move? They've been so good. They've been lapping the rest of the field, running circles around the rest of the league. Do they need to make a move? And my answer would be, yeah. You're in the mix. You're knocking on the door of a championship. You should be all in this season. That would be my answer to that. But I know not everybody feels that way. Perhaps you disagree. You can jump in. Uh, but Bo Horvat, who a lot of Bruins beat writers, Bruins fans had been interested in the Bees acquiring. He would have been a center not just for this season, but also for the future to maybe uh, take the torch from Bergeron and Krejci at some point in the future. Uh, he goes from Vancouver to the Islanders. Anthony Beauvillier goes back to Vancouver along with a prospect and a protected first-round pick. So best I can understand it, the Bruins could have matched that deal had they wanted to, with something like Trent Frederick or Pavel Zaka or maybe even Jake DeBrusque, uh, a prospect like uh, Fabian Lysel and a first-round pick. And that's the Bruins' top prospect and a first-round pick. And you could have had Bo Horvat. Like, to me, that's not asking for a ton. It's really not. That would have replicated a lot of what the Islanders gave up. And I don't understand the Bruins balking at that for a guy who's on pace for 50 goals this year. Yeah, I agree. And I, I like the first point that you made in terms of somebody for now who's going to make a huge difference for you this season when it's supposed to be the last dance and all of this, but also somebody for at least a few seasons to come 
if you want to re-up if, on if it. If you where, resign him, correct. So, yeah, right. So he had 54 points through 49 games. If you look at the other centers that you have, you've got Bergeron, you've got Craigie, and then you have Charlie Coyle on your depth chart, who's also in his 30s. I mean, everybody, I'm in my 30s. I'm not, like, firing shots here, but... Every All of your centers are in their 30s. This guy's at least a little bit younger. And by the way, Coyle, he only had 26 points through 50 games. So to me, that's not really comparative. But to that point... Yeah, no, like, he's, a, he's a depth center exactly. versus Horvat but who could be one, you know, a top six, maybe top line center. This would make an immediate impact. And if you re-sign him, he would hang around for a few years. Maybe, I wouldn't even say bridge the gap of whatever you're going to do and whatever kind of... But allow you to have a little bit more of a softer rebuild rather than a complete reset at a, at a position that you haven't been great at as of late and trying to bring guys in. And in terms of the other guys who you're looking at who you could have moved on from, I guess the gamble there, and this is what I've heard some defenders who who are okay with them not going after Don't rock the boat. Yeah. Are you really going to split up the good feelings in this locker room? Yes. These guys are all in. These guys are Bruins through and through. Everybody's bought in on the same on the same ultimate goal of winning the Stanley Cup, which, okay, I think anyone you bring into the locker room is going to buy into that if that's the sensibility. Paul Horvath here. comes in, I don't exactly. feel like winning the Cup, you guys. Like, Come on. <laughs> I mean, there's always next year, well, look, but, and it understands what Jim Montgomery is doing. But hang on, but, but hang on, because I, I actually agree with that. Like, Bo Horvat coming in, I mean, he might be in a contract push more than a championship push. Like, I don't think that's an unfair critique or criticism or thing to worry about. And trust me, if the Bruins traded for him, we would ask the question. Could he disrupt the chemistry? I'd ask that question, but my answer would be, I don't care, I want talent. Just like I said in the first hour about the Patriots, a wide receiver, don't care, want talent. And that's what I would say here for the Bruins. So I don't think it's it's unfair to wonder about the chemistry, but I just I would go talent 10 times out of 10. It just tells me that they're more interested in tweaking than making a big push for something like this. They don't want to rock it too much. Sorry, Megan. Arkan, should they have been in? Um, Yeah, I think they should have been in on Horvat. I do understand how... You're not looking to the future right now. You're looking to this year. So investing in a guy who's going to be your center of the future may not be the greatest thing if you're talking about this year him being a third-line center at best, right? I mean, that's what you're upgrading there. I think there's other places that are more urgent to upgrade. Know, but imagine if you have a third-line center who's on who's track very for, 50, good. for 50 goals. Right, and I just feel way, like that'll diminish him with the playing time. in their mid to late 30s. Like, I... I I understand that these are durable, tough guys, but should something happen? And look, Horvat is not a 50-goal scorer. That's not what he is. He's having a career year and a contract year. So that, that's not what he is, but he is a guy but who he'd is... he remain in the contract year. He's definitely a top-six player. And you're right. He'd still be motivated by that contract. So that would just be ridiculous depth. Is center their biggest need short-term? No. Long-term, I think it's a big organizational need. But short-term, is their biggest need? Probably not. They probably need help on defense. Which brings us to an interesting discussion that Elliot Friedman had (laughs) up in Vancouver, right? Uh, He makes his weekly appearances all across Canada. And if you're unfamiliar with Elliot Friedman, yeah, he's an an insider for Sportsnet up in Canada. You know, the Adam Schefter of the the NHL, if you will, or the Ian Rappaport, like that sort of uh, insider news guy. And he went on Sports Talk Radio in Vancouver and said, basically, if the Bruins wanted to part with Brandon Carlo, they could have had Bo Horvat. But they didn't. Here we go. Uh, you mentioned this morning uh, the name uh, Brandon Carlo, a defenseman with the Boston Bruins. Yeah, so you've mentioned him, Rick, and you've been on top of that. <laughs> and I think you're uh, right as you normally are about that uh, he's a name that really intrigues the Vancouver Canucks. I think if he was the kind of player who would be included in the deal, I think that would be of enormous interest to them. I just don't know that I have 
uh, any intel right now that suggests the Bruins would be willing to do that. And players like Carlo, they're they're really hard to find. I can't prove at this point in time that the Bruins are willing to do that. I think if they were willing to do something like that, I think this would be a lot closer and we'd be hearing a lot more noise in the air that this was getting close. I, I don't have a belief at this time that they're willing to do it. That's Elliot Friedman from Sportsnet uh, up in Canada on Donnie and Dolly in Vancouver. So I, I set that up a little poorly. It wasn't after the trade. It was prior to the trade. But the idea is the same. Brandon Carlo, if the Bruins would have included him, the Canucks would have been interested. They might have been able to do the deal. I mean, if How we're ta- dare you? If we're talking about winning a cup, <laughs> Brandon Carlo's the, the game-breaking piece for you? I, I know they need more help on the back end, but, man, that, that for a guy who can't stay healthy, that feels like a missed opportunity for me. If that really was the sticking point and the Bruins wouldn't even have conversations, wouldn't even go there, that feels like, well, one, a missed opportunity and be a mistake. Muddies the waters a little bit because it would be an issue of immediate depth there on the defense. But, you know, he's a nice defenseman, 26 years old. I'm not sure that he's irreplaceable if you wanted oh, to he's move repla- some other pieces He's replaceable. That's what I'm saying. Like, so I understand that you're looking. He, undr- where- he got undressed on that Jarvis goal the other night. <laughs> like, just emasculated on that Seth Jarvis goal the other night. So, I don't know. that. That's where it comes down to me it's like is there is it something a locker room thing do we know that brandon carlo is like a locker room leader is there something is there an intangible with this guy that's holding the bruins defense together? no i i, I wonder otherwise i don't understand how you're not able to move on and replace I, I'm, my answer would probably be one it might be they don't want to rock the boat or they're afraid to rock the boat and number two it, it may be what we were talking about before which is they need Defensive help. And and I agree, they do need defensive help, but I don't know if you're making a deal for Horvat, what prevents you from, from making another That's deal? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You can move the pieces around, and I'm sorry, I don't want to sound callous that way, but I just don't understand. It's not it's not a player that's, that should be untouchable. I wouldn't trade Carlo unless you're definitely getting defensive help back. I wouldn't weaken that further. I think that there's some interesting guys out there in the trade block right now. Chikrin and um, uh, Vladislav, what's his name? Uh Gavrikov over there in, yep. uh, in Columbus. like Those are a couple of intriguing left-shot guys who are certainly out on the trade block right now. You want to talk about Carlo and a move for one of those guys that I'm listening, but I don't know if I'd, I don't know if I'd weaken your, your strength at the blue line for a third-line center. I just don't know if, I don't know if that's a smart move. Okay, but it's not just a third-line center. No, but that's the most minute. He's going right. to play third-line center minutes no matter what. Like That's it. I mean, Luke, Luke Shen was on that Vancouver team. Maybe that's a piece you could have gotten back in a larger deal. All I know is they shouldn't be saying no on Brandon Carlo. <laughs> They shouldn't be like, Brandon Carlo, no. No way are we even going to entertain that. That should not be a deal breaker for you. Even if you need help on defense, Brandon Carlo should not be the line in the sand that you're drawing, at least in my estimation. 617-779-7937. Do the Bruins miss an opportunity on Bo Horvat? And do they have to make a move with how well they've been playing? Again, 617-779-7937. Let's go to Joe in Boston. What's up, Joe? Hey, how's it going? Um, so I think you're getting a little crazy on the Bo Horvick thing. You're going to disrupt three lines that have been doing unbelievable for one, like like Akian said, possible third-line center. Now, I'm not sure which guy it is, but doesn't one of the centers on the team in the top 20 I heard this afternoon on some of his some of his uh, stats? And, like, you're going to totally disrupt a ton of things, I think, for one guy who you don't even know for sure that he's going to fit. No, you don't know for sure he's going to fit. And who's he ta- Is he talking about Bergeron? Who's he talking about in the top 20, I'd imagine? Cannot be talking about Charlie Coyle. No, no. exactly. So I, I don't know what he's referencing there, but I just find calls like that so fraudulent. 
if the Bruins got Bo Horvat, it would be, yeah, they got him. They're going to the cup. This is an awesome move. Well, depending on what they sent out. Is there, who is, let me put it this way. Brandon Carlo, no, I don't no, no, think no. people are calling Not in Brandon and complaining Carlo. about giving up Brandon Who's Carlo. Who's the breaking point where people would say, oh, you sent that out for I don't, this guy who's I don't not even a I don't think there is one. I think Bruins fans would have been ecstatic if they got him. Like, I don't, if you include, like, Pasternak or something they'd never right. do, but, like, out of realistic names, Zaka, DeBrusque, Carlo, Frederick, first-rounders, prospects. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think we'd get a lot of, oh, my God, they traded Lysel calls. I don't think so. Maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong about that. He's the Bruins' best prospect. He's not like national hype. Yeah, yeah. Not really. He's not like a top top prospect in the league. He's Bruins just the, are like number thirty overall yeah. in, in like prospects. Coming it's like up. Dan Duquette's Red Sox. It's like, oh my god, you can't trade Michael Coleman. <laughs> you know? Oh, oh, what are you doing trading Donnie Sadler? Like that? That would be like trading Lysel or a Bruins prospect these. Days. I don't think anybody would care. They'd be they'd be throwing parades in the streets. For Bo Horvat. So I find calls like that very fraudulent. And as far as Brandon Carlo goes, if you wanted to move him, this would be the year because he has a no trade clause that kicks in the final three years of his contract. Well, apparently he's untouchable. So tell tell it's that the heart the, and soul of the team, Joe. Come shake on. shake Don Sweeney awake, because apparently he's untouchable. 617-779-7937. I'm curious to get Andrew Raycroft's thoughts on this. And uh well, we can expand further on whether or not the Bruins even need to make a move, or will it disrupt things in that uh that dressing room, which is very important. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast
It's Jones and Mego with Arcan here on WEEI. You can watch the show anytime via our live streams on Twitch. Find WEEI at twitch.tv or youtube.com, and you can join the conversation in the chats. They are very, very lively, as I understand it, right? Arcandle. Arcan will chirp right along in the chats, right? Arcan, I parachute are you in, in there? once in a while, yeah. Are you in there right now? Uh, yeah. Tell him I said what's up. All right. All right. Meg says what's Megan up. Megan says Thanks. what's up. Uh, also, if you missed They probably anything, heard that. You, know? you can check out so. our WEI YouTube channel and catch up on our exclusive interviews and top moments from every show. Speaking of interviews, we're going to talk to the Razor, Andrew Ray, uh, Raycroft, about eight minutes from now. Mega, they say hi back. At 3.30. Oh, good. They said hi back. Phew. Nice. Love you guys. So we'll get uh, Andrew Raycroft's thoughts on the Bruins not making any moves and the general funk, the malaise that they're in, losing three in a row, one more game to go what tomorrow night. What are they night. doing? There's only a month left Seriously. until the trade deadline. One Hop more, on uh, it, boys. One more game to go before the All-Star break. No, they do, but they do need to hop on it. Like when a player like that, and it was like universal, everybody's like, oh, I got to get him. Oh, he's a great name that's going to move. Now he goes and it's like, oh, no, Biggie, couldn't pay the rate. Especially when the, when, the, when the freight was so <laughs> low, like that, that annoys me. It's like, do you think I came up with the name Bo Horvat? Do you think yes. I was like, oh, that's the name the Bruins going to go like get? like a name you'd come up with. No, it was shoved down my throat. And then the Bruins don't get him. And it's like, oh, no, Biggie. Why would they want him? They don't need him. It's like, you just told me they needed him. You guys were the ones who brought him up. I didn't pull Bo Horvat's name out of the ether. You guys shoved it down my throat. The general you out there, Bruins writers and Bruins fans and everything else. Oh, yeah, they, uh, uh, they got to get Horvat. Yeah. Then he goes somewhere else and you don't get him. Uh, and you don't care. Much. That's so frustrating. Brandon Carlo can't do it. You're the ones who brought him up and he went for like nothing. 617-779-7937. So are the Bruins afraid to disrupt their chemistry? Uh, Jeff Merrick went on Elliot Friedman's uh, 32 Thoughts podcast, and he relayed the latest of what he's hearing when it comes to the Bruins and their feeling on what they need to do leading up to the trade deadline. Again, here's Jeff Merrick. You know, I was uh, had a conversation with someone from another team on Saturday who said, you know, I expect and we expect the Bruins to do something really big. And, you know, Horvat would be really big. And I said, you know, why specifically? Because, like, they're going gangbusters. Like, the chemistry is right on. And this person said to me, you know, there's probably a feeling in the organization that they owe it to players who came back and signed team-friendly deals, that they owe them something, whether it's Patrice Bergeron who came back on that contract, David Krejci, uh, Brad Marchand has always been on a very, very team-friendly deal. You think about... You know, based on his performance and his his place in the game and what he's done, how much money he's probably left on the table too. I think that there is that sense, at least according to this person from another team, and that is, you know, Boston, you know, owes these players a shot at doing something significant. So I agree with that line of thinking. They they owe it to this team, whether they owe it to Bergeron or Krejci or Marchand for taking team-friendly deals. I guess I don't necessarily agree with that part of it. I don't agree it. with that at all. Fine, but but they owe it to this team. They're the best team in the NHL. Don't they owe it to this team to be all in at the trade deadline? Well, if also the idea of Bergeron and Krejci coming back this year is that we're going to do whatever it takes to get back to the Cup, then yeah, that's part of the agreement. Do whatever it takes. Do whatever it takes at the trade deadline. If you see what's lacking on your team bring something in to shore it up. Whether that's a big move or not, I feel like that's a different discussion. Whether you need to take a huge swing. But then again, how are you going to do that when you have precious pieces that you're not going to move on from, like reportedly Jake DeBrusque or 
Brandon Carlo. When you're saying like, no, no, no. Well, we're going to do something. They're going to do something huge, but then they're not going to part with these guys. How do those two things compute at all? No, they, they should be in on all these big names. And something we, we clipped out of uh, Jeff Merrick from Sportsnet there in that clip is that he made the point that Tampa and the Bruins are going to be fighting over some of the same players. So if you just add on the margins and you don't, Go for the big fish. Maybe Tampa lands that big fish or Toronto or somebody else you like run into. I don't like that way of thinking, though. Like, Why? I, I never like that way of thinking. Why? Because I, it's the whole... Big player, big names are going to move. If you don't get them, they could go to your competitor I and you could that, face them in the playoffs. It's, it's like in any sport when it's, oh, well, they're going to go, then this team's going to get it in your conference and maybe you'll see them. I feel like if you're operating that way, then you're losing sight of anything that's happening within your own program. I, I reject that because, you know, the Red Sox and Yankees in the early 2000s, it was an arms race, worried that they were going to run into one another and preparing to run into one another you know i think the patriots have looked at that some ways in recent years i don't know that you could do it anymore falling down a peg but the patriots absolutely should be looking at kansas city and buffalo and all these teams and saying how do we catch up to them and if you were in the mix if you were buffalo or kansas city or cincinnati you're looking at the other top teams in the afc going we're likely going to run into them we can't get passed by i think that's that's how you have to run your team you can't just say we got off to a great start we're good winning the president's trophy as we've illustrated before means nothing so you got to keep improving and that's the one way i personally would buy in on the bruins like i'm doubting them i've seen them gag way too many times i've seen them win the president's trophy and come up short i've seen them win the president's trophy and get knocked out early in the postseason so i don't believe in them i'm sorry i don't think enough has changed to believe in them i just don't but if they made a big move like that, Horvat or another big name, fine. That, that I'm not maybe against I go, them making a big ma- All right, move. maybe they've done something. I'm now. against them making a big move because they're afraid that Tampa's going to go and make it. I just don't. I just don't subscribe to that line of thinking of like this is our guy because we want to steal him away and hide him away from the, from another team we might go see. To me, that's just not a winning formula. Yeah, but they could also use a Ryan McDonough. They could also use a JT Miller. And those are the two names that uh, Merrick pointed out specifically. There's also a history with the Bruins when they're going after these guys. They almost always lose out to one of their competitors. Like, I understand what you're saying, Megan, but these are guys that would have helped the team in the past and would currently help the team right now as it stands. Yeah, so look, I, I just think they need to be all in on big names. And they should not say, we're good, we don't need to make a move. And I, I kind of like the way Jeff Merrick put it, Arkan, that... They owe it to this core. It could be a last kick at the can for Bergeron or Krejci. And I don't know your feeling approaching the deadline, but I think every big name they miss and decide to, to sit on the, the, the periphery with, I think that's a missed opportunity and, as I said earlier, a mistake. Yeah, I, I mean, there's no, there's no way to look at it and think, okay, well, they have this great big lead here in the, uh, in the East and all the NHL, really, so they can just sit on it and you know hope that these other teams who are going to be active to try and catch them. I mean, all these other teams are looking at the Bruins with a great big target on their back. I mean, that's a major part of this. And so long as that's the case, I don't know, it was a couple years ago and the Lightning traded for Seabrook. Remember that? I think they won the Cup that year. Like, it's not like these, these moves get made and, uh, and no one does anything. I mean, they go out there, they, they make moves. And and things end up working out. So I don't know. I mean, it's uh, it, it's for the Bruins. There's no real there's no real uh, move that I think is so urgent that they have to make it. Otherwise, they're sunk. I think that that's a good spot to be in. But that doesn't mean you just sit on your hands and and let other teams go past you. No, I'm not saying sit on your hands. I'm just saying don't target the guy because ooh, Tampa's going to get him, and we don't want to see them. 
Like, I just don't like, I I personally, I think I believe in this team a little bit more than you do, Jones. I think you do. And I don't, I just don't subscribe to that way of building out a team. Well, that's fair enough. And we can work our way through some of your phone calls, uh, agree or disagree there. Uh, 617-779-7937. That's how you get in touch. And uh, as promised, joining us here on the Harbor One Hotline is Andrew Raycroft. Uh, formerly of the Boston Bruins, currently now at Nesson. He's brought to you by Shaw's and Star Market, bringing people together around the joys of food by John Sewer and Drain Cleaning, the name to know when your drains don't flow, and by Frank's Red Hot. Visit franksredhot.com for great hockey and football watching recipes. Let's frank it up. And the Razor joins us, as we said, on the Harbor One Hotline. The Bruins, in my estimation, Andrew, they whiffed on Bo Horvat not making a move. Is that a name they had to be in on? I'm sure they kick tires on it and, and it's a pleasure to be on here with uh yes welcome the new show welcome thanks for thanks for having me it's an exciting week over there um they kick tires on it but but at the end of the day you're not going to give up one and a half roster players from this group for bull horvat i'm not sure how he really would have fit in with the group um this season yes in the future it might like look like a good idea but but no, what what the Islanders give up was something that I don't think the Bruins were willing to give up, and and I think they're okay with that. What what roughly would have been uh, a similar package, like in your mind, would it have been DeBrusque or Carlo is a name that's been mentioned that I guess was off limits for the Bruins? Like what would have been a similar package to give Bruins fans an idea? I think the similar package is you know, Frederick or DeBrusque with Lizell and then a first round. That doesn't pick. sound that's like that much. No, it doesn't it doesn't but you also have to worry about salary cap numbers and is at this point right now bull horvath's only a rental so that's the other thing too if, if the brewers have done deals the last couple of years for taylor hall hampus lindholm they've had contracts done with those players so they don't become rentals bull horvath's still a rental right now for the new york islanders they have more of an ability to sign them if he comes here without a contract, they have to get David Pasternak done. They can't be worried about David Pasternak and Bo Horvat. That's another part of this puzzle as well. You brought up David Pasternak, not me. So any news Ooh. on his contract that you've heard about them getting any closer, maybe over the All-Star break, to figuring something out there? Yeah, it's radio silence. It's radio silence. I think that's a good thing. Uh, they're not going to... this. this the second this comes out in public where both sides are commenting on contract situations, that will make me nervous. Until then, everyone's playing the season. Everyone's doing their due diligence, but, but there's a lot going on in the league. And, and the salary cap still isn't set. So, so that's a whole other issue. So I, I just I hear what you're saying about radio silence maybe being a good thing and that there's no bad news out there, but I, I kind of was hoping to have an announcement by now. Like, I'm not... <laughs> I'm not necessarily waiting for more radio silence when it sounds like they're so close. I, I'd like the update. Well, I would. I would love the the day that they just roll David after practice over at Warrior Arena. He signs a contract in front of everybody, and it's over. It's it's a big deal. It, it's a and w- and when I say a big deal, I say there's a lot of a lot of things behind the scenes. There's a lot of bells and whistles to this a contract like this for a guy in David's position. And it does take time to hammer it out. And then on top of it, you add in the fact that the Bruins are trying to figure out how they're going to make their team go forward. They're going to try and figure out this trade deadline with a historic team that they have at this point. So there's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of time left. It's not 
it, it's not the, 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 the end of the world at this point. Razor, what's the uh, fine line that Sweeney's going to have to walk here when it comes to the current team chemistry and the need to either upgrade or to sort of uh, reinforce certain areas? Listen, that's what's keeping them up at night. That that's the reality. When you you know, they know they have to make deals. They know they have to get better. They know that the Carolinas, the Tampas, the Torontos are going to make themselves better at the deadline. You're, you've seen Islanders already make themselves better. So you see that yeah, they know that. What is the fine line? And, and is it? two of your roster players now for one really good roster player. Do they need a top six player? Do they need a top two or three defensemen? Or are we going to really rely on this group and believe in this group and add depth pieces? And I think that's the way they should go. I think you're looking at a a middle six forward with speed that can score, uh, a top five, six, seven defenseman who's going to play a lot of minutes on a long playoff run. That's, That's where I think the Bruins should look. Um, you don't need to hit home runs with the group they have right now. Uh, Ray Croft, you brought up the defenseman need there. Uh, how big are your concerns about their depth at defense? They're not big because when you have Hampus Lindholm and Charlie McAvoy, they, they, those two guys cover a lot of holes. And they're, uh, that's not to take anything away from the Carlos, the Grizzlicks, Clifton and Forbert, what they've done this season. I mean, we talk about Forbert and Clifton, the jumps they've made, the penalty killing. You just need seven, eight, nine defensemen come playoff time. And if you're expecting to play 28 NHL Stanley Cup playoff games like the Bruins do at this point, you need more guys. And you need probably a guy who's a little bit longer, some big body who can play penalty kill minutes. You're not worried about a power play guy. You're not worried about a scoring defenseman. You're just trying to add depth that can come in and play 20 minutes if needed against one of these better teams in the Eastern Conference. Is there any reason there there was this soundbite that we just played from Elliot Friedman about how uh, Boston was really not interested in moving on from Brandon Carlo? Is there any reason aside from depth that you know about Brandon Carlo that makes him, I guess, at least in the case with Bo Horvat, any trade there? untouchable for the Bruins? Well, uh, so I guess I'll answer the question with a question we back into a little bit. Okay, so you trade Brandon Carlo for Bull Horvath. We just talked about the depth of defenseman that Mm -hmm. you need. So now how are you going to get another defenseman? Who are you going to get to replace Brandon Carlo? And how that's a big deal if you lose a guy who is the first one over the boards on every penalty kill who plays two and a half, three minutes of penalty kill a if night on average. If he's healthy, Razor, like not to jump in, but if he's healthy and he's, as you know, that's that's a big roll of the dice with him. Sure, yes. But when he's playing and when he's on, it's still he's still a guy that you need in your lineup. He's a guy who shut down Austin Matthews in 2019 in the first round against Toronto. He's a guy that we've seen. He didn't have a great week, so it's a tough night today. He had a tough couple of games, but prior to that, he's been nailed the last month and a half. So I, I just go to, I want depth defensemen, and if I'm trading one of my top four defensemen for a forward, then that's depleting me even more on the so, back end. So my, my answer would just be, well, I don't know, now you have uh, more depth with your forwards. Maybe you can spin off a forward elsewhere. You still have other draft picks or prospects. So that, that would be my answer to how you could address the Carlo need. Like, like in other words, Vancouver, if you're dealing with them, they have Horvat, they have Luke Shen. Maybe you could have rolled Carlo and Moore into a bigger deal, and now you're plugging two needs on the team. 
Sure, I, I think you can. I think you could get a, a Shen for something a lot less. I think the other issue is, is well, then that, good. There, get him for less. Yeah, no, no. I, th- I listen. I think a guy like that's on the board. They have another guy, Ethan Bear, that's out there that's playing 19 minutes a night. He's on the top pairing with Luke Hughes, but he, Quinn Hughes. Sorry, he's but he's also a guy that could fit that mold. The defensemen are harder to get because everybody wants them. Tampa wants one of those guys. Toronto wants one of those guys. Carolina wants one of those guys. So you have to pay a little bit more, and you also have to be concerned about how you put those deals together. Uh, Razor, where would you grade out Don Sweeney in terms of his his ability to make in-season trades? I feel like that's one of his strengths. It is. It is. And what what they do well, what he's done very well in, in the organization, is they have been laser focused on guys that will fit in with this culture. Mm. And they truly believe that if guys are willing to buy in, if guys are the likes of their culture, they can make them better right away. And I think we've seen that with Pavel Zaka. I think we've seen it with Hampus Lindholm, Taylor Hall. They've all been great fits. They've come into the room. They're very professional. They're very good people. They, they go along with the team mentality, and I think we've seen all three of those players thrive being a Boston Bruin from where they came from prior. And that's, that's I think, been Don's strength is being able to identify who will work with this group and, and how they can improve. All right, well, that'll uh, do it for us here, Andrew. Uh, we appreciate you uh, joining us here on the, the new installment in the afternoons with Jones and Mego and Arkan, Andrew Raycroft, uh, every week on Tuesday at this time, 3.30. You can mark that down. Uh, Razor, thanks so much. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks. I'm pumped for the new show. Congrats. All right, we uh, we are as well. A lot of the a lot of the uh, the city of Boston is very very excited. So much positive feedback oh, yeah. yesterday. Very excited. Oh, is nothing nothing but positivity, Andrew. As uh, as I know, you know on social media, it's it's it's, it's all that's out there. <laughs> Yeah, that Twitter place is such a happy spot. It, uh, it really, really is. We were reminded of that yesterday. Uh, Razor is brought to you by Shaw's and Star Market, bringing people together around the joys of food by John Sewer and Drain Cleaning, the name to know when your drains don't flow, and by Frank's Red Hot. Visit franksredhot.com for great hockey and football watching recipes. Let's Frank it up. Uh, anyway, Andrew Raycroft again will join us next week. I, I think he said right there, some of those defensemen, they might cost more than a forward, but they're out there. They can be had. Guys who can eat up minutes like Brandon Carlo, he should not be a deal-breaker for the Bruins, in my estimation. But it's so, tricky to get them because everybody wants them. That's true. It's true. So maybe that's and the play. Wanna, maybe you go you get outma- all of them from Tampa. You want to outmaneuver Tampa? That's what I was going to say. You want to outmaneuver the other teams. If you go collect the four available defensemen, then we Tampa finally, can't get any of them. And then what's Tampa going to do in the playoffs? We finally agree. I, I'm happy we finally uh, we finally now see it the same way. Uh, 617-779-7937. It's how you get in touch. Jones, Mego, and Arcan. Uh, when we come back, it'll be the debut of the triple play. Three burning questions we'll get to next. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. It's going to be a triple play. It's time for the triple play. Yes! Triple play. The top three burning questions of the day. And there's three. With Jones and Mago. Triples is best. Triples is best. All right, it's time for the triple play. And for those that don't know, we do a, do one, a new one each day. Today is going to be Over Under Tuesday, which if you remember uh, the old show, that was what we did on Tuesday nights. And we'll begin. Yeah, I how, think do we, how do we ever come up with this concept? I don't know. It's yeah. a very tough one. Yeah. Uh, but today's a very special day, I should say, in the Commonwealth. Legalized sports betting today. Um, our friends up in Springfield at MGM over at Encore and Everett, all around the uh, great state of Massachusetts, you can now bet on sports. So we're going to start with Over Under Tuesday, which is very apropos. So let's go ahead and start with the Celtics win total as uh, posted at several sports books for 58 and a half over under 58.5 wins let's go ahead and start with Jones uh they should win over 58 and a half games this season they should be a 60 win team they're well on pace to do it it doesn't guarantee anything at the end of the day like winning 60 62 even the Golden State Warriors setting the record 73 whatever it is that doesn't mean anything at the end of the day but this team should be motivated, I think, to be the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. We talked about that a little bit yesterday, Mego. You want home court. You'd rather play those games at home, even though they went into Miami and won a game seven last year. Home court came up big for them the round before against Milwaukee. And I think this team will want to secure home court. They're good enough to secure home court. They have breathing room to get there. They should hit the over on 58 and a half wins. I'm surprised it's not higher, to be honest. Me too. I agree on that. I agree on the over. Uh, this team has looked really bored recently. As I said, the only wins that they seem to be able to get up for after that nine game win streak are against the Lakers in prime time on Saturday night, which, by the way, did monster ratings. Retweeted that just like, you know, oh, it did. For the NBA. Yeah. Pri- like a set uh, record, hmm. apparently. Uh, and then the other one was the Warriors, which, of course, like that's they say that it's just any other game, but they do. I think as they get down the stretch, they should absolutely beat that. Take the over. All right. Both of you very bullish on the Celtics. How about the Bruins? Bruins point total for the season at all the books is one hundred and twenty two 
0.5 points. Uh, over under 122.5 points. Megan, let's hear from you first. Absolutely. Taking the over. Um, they are. I mean, how do you argue against this? Because they already set the record for earliest to 85 or whatever it was coming into the season, uh, the point in the season that they were a week ago. And this is supposed to be Jim Montgomery's like high-flying offense with all these guys. Oh, everybody's so focused once they get that break at the All-Star break because they're so fatigued right now. They'll come back and take that over easily. Yeah, so I, I want to take the under. Like every fiber of my being wants to wager against 122.5, which is so many points. I want them to get it, though. I want them to go over. I want them to have the pressure of, you know, being considered an all-time great regular season team. I hope they get their 63 wins, 64 wins, whatever it is, so that they can set the record and have all these points and then see how they deal with the pressure. I think I know how this team's going to deal with that pressure. I've seen this story before, but I'd like them in that position. So this is me rooting with my heart, Megan. I want them to hit the over. Your I dark, want th- dark heart. I'm rooting for the Bruins. That's what I'm doing. I want them to score a lot of points. I want them to uh, accumulate, I should say, a lot of points. Give me the over on 122 and a half. Yes. Okay. Uh, what, is, what is that? What is that noise? Uh, it's the thunderstorm that just broke out in the studio and started <laughs> rooting for your heart. That's true. My, um, my black heart is rooting for uh, the Bruins. My black and gold heart is rooting for the Bruins. 122 yes. points, by the way, would tie them with Florida for seventh most all time in the history of the NHL. The all time record is 132. Yeah, isn't this supposed to be the greatest team ever? Montreal Canadiens had 132 in 80 games. Ooh, and, and once you get Jake DeBrusque. Well, and Tampa, Tampa just a few years ago had like 128 or something like that, and they lost to Columbus in the first round. Yes, so it, they obviously, did. it obviously means nothing, which is why I hope they get it. Okay. Uh, let's go to the Red Sox, the Boston Red Sox. Under. Over under for wins under. for them is seventy six and a half wins. Really? <laughs> gonna take the under on seventy six and a half wins, uh, Jones guide. Yeah, I already under. What do you mean? Under. I was gonna say, I feel look, like this doesn't even look need at explanation. This, look at this team. Look at this roster. They're hurt outside of Rafael Devers. They're hurt or they stink. Let's so, go Red yeah, Sox. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Tom Warner, I'm sorry, John Henry. But like, no, under. I and I know seventy six is a low total. I know that. I still don't expect them to win that amount of games this year. They weren't very good last year. 78-win team last year. That was with Bogarts. That was with J.D. Martinez under. Yeah, I guess you would question whether it comes down to if you think that they're a better team than last year or not. And since they have to piece together all this crap since Trevor Story's injured and you couldn't keep Xander Bogarts, I would say they certainly look like a worse team. So you take the under. Can you bet on them finishing last in their division? Uh, you certainly oh, no, can. I was going to say, you must okay. be able to do you that. You 100% yeah. can do that. Uh, I think I they have so the highest odds. I would go so far to do that. They're going to be under the That's Orioles. a sucker's bet. You're basically throwing your mind. I mean, mm. you'll probably win, but you're not going to win that much. Oh, and, yeah. I mean, they are the worst team in the division. And the, the scary yeah. thing is, they for as much as people think highly of their farm system, Tomasi wrote about this today at NBC Sports Boston. You know, all the, the prospect rankings are coming out. Baseball America had theirs last week, I believe. Uh, today, I think Keith Law came out with his, or maybe it was last night. Like, the Red Sox have four players in the top 100. Great, their farm system's on the upswing. The problem is Baltimore has a better system, and the Yankees have a better top prospect, and the same number of players in the top 100, as do the Rays. The only farm system, meaning your future, uh, that you're better than is Toronto. So you're, And they have a bunch of young players already on the big league roster. You're the worst team in the division present day, 
And the future isn't much brighter of an outlook for the Red Sox. If they're not going to spend, I don't know how you get out of it. So, yeah, again, I'm not very bullish on them this year. I don't know how you could be. I have a problem with Arcan right now. What? That he <laughs> said that I put out a sucker's bet. Just because I'm not a gambling lady. Yeah. No. I, just because I'm not a gambling expert on talking the gambling down, Talking day. down to the woman. Seriously. Yeah. I guess I'll just have to wait an hour for my segment <laughs> when I get to talk about woman stuff. Okay. No, that, no, I that guess is you true. Can. Yeah, save, save all the woman stuff until if next point. If broads please, knew yeah, anything about gambling, then I wouldn't have to explain <laughs> it to you. But uh, it wasn't even that it was that bad of a bet. It's just that they're favorites. They're favorites to finish them last is yep. all I was trying to say there. Yep. And while very I know this mis- is very the triple yeah. play, let's have a uh, let's have a bonus question. 80 for Brady opens on Friday. The estimated box office draw for 80 for Brady is $10 million. Over or under? Oh, $10 million, 80 for Brady. This under. Weekend. I'm sorry. Who is this movie for? I'm always surprised when when somebody tells me that they're interested in seeing this movie. I don't understand. It's so hard to get a movie made that is not a sequel or that is not, a, you know, a, one of these Batman movies or something, superhero movies. Who is this? Who's, who's I, the audience? I got to be honest. I think the marketing for it has been genius. The marketing for it's genius. How do you know that you don't watch television? Everybody's like, it's so bad. Who's going to watch it? Yeah, and now but it's, it's going to ta- have the snakes on a plane problem. About so much. $10 million. is That's nothing. It's I gonna know go, it's going to do work. It's going to go over $10 million in its sleep. It's going to cru- It's gonna cruise in its rascal scooter, 80-year-old lady style, right past $10 million. It's going to do that no problem. Everybody's been talking about this movie. Do you think it's possible that it exceeds it doesn't $10 mean anybody, million? It doesn't mean anybody likes it. No, no, it no. Just, it just blows past the that $10 million. It exceeds $10 million because the Dolphins get a bunch of retirees in Florida ah. and stuff the theaters just to make Brady look good and then they tell Brady in a back channel then Brady goes to the Dolphins yeah, because you're, it all keeps your, her from having all your fans are here in Florida and yeah. you all your white hair fans <laughs> they're all here um, is, I don't know is that is that demo going to the theater though like is that is that what that's else who are they doing sitting at home yeah, watching it on up, their TV streaming it somehow I guess that's technology walking they probably the malls in Miami don't understand but I mean are they really getting up and going to the I theater also still wonder- how much of a how much buzz is this getting outside of New? Well, England? that's a fair point. It's here. It's getting a ton of buzz, but uh, fair point. How much is it getting outside of New England? Nationwide, that people are looking at this, especially with football still going on and Brady not playing but in 10 it. Ten million is going. Ten million is nothing. Got to see that because it's going to be such a train wreck. Also, a lot of people there's train wrecks everywhere. I don't think they go to the theater anymore because they want to see the train wreck. They'll like, I'll watch that train wreck when it comes out free on Netflix later. Maybe. Did, did you guys see that like uh, Matt Patricia's played by some like young hot guy? You know what? <laughs> I, actually, I actually, I didn't realize he's a young hot guy. Is that true? He's a Alex, young hot? Alex Bentley. I don't know who he is. He I, doesn't have a Wikipedia page. I should have made him like Timothy Chalamet. I saw <laughs> I heard Greg talking about this the other morning, actually. They uh, they were they were uh, wagering whether or not Bill Belichick would be in the movie, to which I would say, hell no. There's no way Bill's going to be in this yeah, movie. Yeah, I can confirm that. Yeah, Talk he's, about a bad bet. That's he's a not sucker's be in it. bet. Yeah, that's a sucker's bet. But uh, but they mentioned that Patricia uh, had a had a stunt double there. <laughs> the, you know, they had, a, they had somebody uh, portraying Matt Patricia in the film. Uh, so anyway. Actually, I do all my own stunts. <laughs> I think that's a very well-known fact. <laughs> I do all the eating. All the eating scenes are mine. Tom Cruise learned from me. The love scene with Rita Moreno was all me. <laughs> uh, so that's, that's your triple play uh, over under. It was a beautiful scene, Mego. Here on a Tuesday, I don't know. Very uh, tasteful. Uh, it was very tastefully done. I don't. I don't know where we ever came up with the concept for this, uh, but we'll have more uh, tomorrow. 
at 345. 617-779-7937, your number to get in touch. Uh, the Patriots were eliminated a long time ago. They have to size up the teams at the top of the AFC, which currently means the Kansas City Chiefs back in the Super Bowl, back on top of the conference. How do the Patriots close the gap between them and Kansas City? We'll get to it next. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.